0: There's clever engineers. But no. Yeah. For ASO Radio. Goodness Betsy and heavens to Murgatroyd, it's time for a brand new episode of ASO Radio. I, of course, am your host, NZ17, bringing you episode 112 of ASO Radio. And you know, we've got a bunch of reviews, naturally. We've got some good news, for a change. And, of course, we have our hotspot filled with the delights, including a couple of video game and manga reviews, if I'm not mistaken and as some of you may have noticed the mp3 version of the show sounds leagues better than it used to and the aug vorbis version mm, even better so if you want maximum audio quality of aso radio just go to the aso radio website and download the aug vorbis version but i have to say the mp3 version sounds so much better now doesn't it and if you agree shoot us out a fan mail and let us know Also, we're now listed on dig.com, so it would mean quite a lot to us if you went to either dig.com or the ASO Radio website and used the dig button to dig ASO Radio to let everybody else know it is a show well worth listening to. Well, anyways, enough of my pandering. Let's go ahead and take care of some anime news. Did you know Show Chico solicits new anime? Yes, it does. As a matter of fact, at the European Film Market, which takes place at the Berlin Film Festival, Show Chiku solicited two new anime, Summer Days with Ku, or Ko by Kran Shin Chan director Keiichi Hara about a fourth grader who adopts what turns out to be a Kappa which is a Japanese water spirit and Vexile a 3D CG action feature by Fumihiko Sori uh, which is of course the producer of Appleseed and the director of Ping Pong and this uh, new show Vexile will be a live action feature slated to be released by Viz Pictures the two films were advertised in Shochiku's festive circular to potential buyers which included artwork and information on the films summer days with ko kappa no ko to natsuyami in japanese is scheduled for completion in the summer while vex Isle is expected to be finished in the fall no japanese release dates have been announced yet but i'm sure those will be coming up mighty soon Next up, Tokyopop updates its rating system. Indeed, Tokyopop is debuting a new, more comprehensive graphic novel rating system beginning this fall. Each graphic novel will be rated A for all ages, Y for 10+, T for 13+, OT for 16+, and M for 18+. Each of the ratings is based on a more comprehensive lot of criteria than the previous rating set. Personally, though, I think switching from numbers to letters is just going to be more confusing for people, but what can I say, maybe it's just change for the sake of change. But at least the criteria that Tokyo Pops using is more extensive and exact uh, for those parents who like to meddle, and those parents who like to keep an eye on what their kids are reading. Two-meter-tall AVA Unit-01 figure for sale. Indeed, the Evangelion madness continues, because since February 17th, visitors to Kotobiyika's Radio Hall location in Akihabara have been able to check out the biggest, and I mean literally biggest, addition to the world of Evangelion merchandise, a giant model of the Unit-01 robot from the series. The figure itself is manufactured by Akiyama Studio for Gynax. The figure measures 2 meters 9 centimeters, in height about 6 feet 9 inches and retails for over 1 million yen which about 10,000 US dollars the figure is currently on display only at uh, Kotobiya the store is maintaining displays of Evangelion merchandise in anticipation of the new Evangelion movies the first of which hits theaters in September unfortunately that's September in Japan I don't know when we'll be getting it here However, uh, Toki Kake has won the Animation of the Year at the Japanese Academy Awards. Yes, the 30th Annual Japanese Academy Awards held February 16th at the Takanawa Prince Hotel in Tokyo have awarded the Animation of the Year Award to Tokiwo Kakeru Shoujo, or The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. It is by far the biggest award yet for Hosoda Mamoru's film, which has already trounced its competition in award ceremonies throughout the entertainment world. The other films nominated for Animation of the Year Award were as follows. There was Arashi no Yoroni, which is On a Stormy Night, directed by Sugi Gisaburu, Uh, As a matter of fact, I think I'm just going to stick with reading the English names. Tales of Earthsea by Miyazaki Goro. Brave Story by Chigira Koichi. Uh, Let's see. Detective Conan, or Case Closed, Requiem for the Detectives. Directed by Yamamoto Taichiro. Although Toki Kake only took in about 300 million yen at the box office, reviews and press about the film have been overwhelmingly positive and could lead to brisk sales for its DVD release. Well, that's going to do it for the anime news for this episode, but don't worry, I can assure you that we have plenty of anime reviews coming up and uh, maybe a little bit extra something-something in the hot spot. I think this time we're going to go ahead and review a two different DVDs of Samurai Champloo. The first one had episodes 9, 10, 11 and 12. The second had 13, 14, 15 and 16. Now, I'm not going to talk too much about the first disc mainly because I've seen the episodes on there so many times and uh I will however say that it was a pretty good uh DVD. Uh, these 9 10 11 and 12 these episodes were all in all good but really didn't progress the story much outside of our group moving ever closer to the north and hopefully finding the samurai who smells of sunflowers but it did have a really good recap episode uh, which recapped the events up to this point in the series now um what happened later on though is we are introduced to uh, well we also learn a bit about Mugen's past which is somewhat interesting Uh, and then a new character is introduced who uh, is himself a samurai and is on the run from the law well Mugen, Fu, and Jin all have a falling out and go their separate ways and so Fu decides to go and ask this uh, stranger if he would help her go and find the sunflower samurai well, I don't want to go and give too much away, but I enjoyed this disc quite a lot, and it was nice to see the characters on their own for a bit, and then, and sorry, minor spoiler, all coming back together again, their friendship, or if you will, their companionship renewed stronger. Uh, so I liked both of these, and I'm going to give Samurai Shampoo episodes 9 through 16, Recommended, It uh, would be worthwhile for you to pick these up. And uh, we're going to be reviewing actually all of the rest of Samurai Champloo over the next couple of episodes, not immediately following with 13 and 14, but over the next few months we're going to wrap up that series. And as a matter of fact, I'm intending to wrap up quite a few different series that we've reviewed some of on the show but haven't actually watched in their entirety, so look forward to that. Uh, For now, however, let's go ahead over to the fan mail section of the show, and then, of course, the infamous hot spot. Well, we don't really have any... uh, fan mail to cover in this episode, so as usual I'm going to go ahead and use this point to talk a little bit about news about ASO Radio. Now like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, ASO Radio is now listed on dig.com, and the more people that dig our podcast, the more people that will see our podcast and in turn will dig it themselves making ASO Radio more popular, giving us more listeners, and just growing our community. And so if you have a moment, I'd appreciate that if you could go to dig.com or the ASO Radio website at nz17.com slash radio and go ahead and dig us. Add it to your dig favorites. It's pretty awesome. But, you know, we're also on iTunes. So if you go to the ASO Radio website every week to download our new episodes, and I appreciate that, but would like a more convenient way to get those, just go ahead and click on the iTunes link. That'll open up iTunes if you already have it installed, and if not, it's easy to install. And then you can just subscribe to our podcast and get the latest episodes as they are published. After all, now ASO Radio has its own dedicated podcast feed our rss news feed if you will and that lists all the episodes we have available in mp3 format now most of those episodes like i said at the beginning of the show sound better in aug vorbis so if you want to download those from the aso radio website that's a really good choice too but did you know that itunes actually ranks the podcasts listed on it not just by the number of listeners but by the number of subscribed uh, i mean my apologies the number of registered listeners and the number of reviews written for a particular podcast. So, if you would like to help us out, I'd appreciate it if you could write a review about ASO Radio on iTunes. All you have to do, of course, search the podcast section for ASO Radio or click on the iTunes link on the ASO Radio website and that will take you right to the description page for ASO Radio. Write a review doesn't have to be long, just has to be nice and honest, and they'll put that up in a few hours and it will grow an even bigger list of reviews, get higher ranked, and hey, just like Dig, we can hopefully get some more people by doing so. So if you've got some time, dig Acer Radio, write an iTunes review of the show, and everybody will be that much happier, including me, and I like being happy. Anyways, let's go ahead and uh oh one last thing almost forgot i apologize uh... the acer radio website itself is getting some updates done to it uh... some nice stuff that's going to be coming along we're going to be adding some we're going to be simplifying the main page and adding a couple of cool new features so look forward to that probably gonna be debuting those maybe about the time we air episode one thirteen or one fourteen and so that's going to be really good too but I'll talk more about that as we get closer to the time of release so let's go ahead and review let's say one manga and two video games for the hot spot so Fruits Basket a famous anime and like many anime or anime if you prefer Fruits Basket is based upon a manga Now, the Fruits Basket anime is quite good, 26 episodes long. However, it doesn't tell the whole story of Fruits Basket because just like most manga that become incredibly popular in a short period of time, they wanted to make an anime as quickly as they could to profit off of the popularity of the manga. However, the anime, while quite good still, it doesn't tell the whole story. So Fruits Basket, Volume 10, is what I'm going to review this episode. Volume 10, of course, referring to the manga. Now, I don't want to go and delve into a lot of details, because this is a pretty good volume. Not a ton of stuff happens, but important stuff happens. Um, Briefly, they all decide to go to one of the numerous, um, well, let me backtrack. If you're not familiar with Roots Basket, here's the lowdown. The Soma family has been cursed, and certain members of the family have been uh, selected for the curse. 13 in all, 12 for the Zodiac animals and one for the cat who was left out of the Zodiac because, well, there's a whole big Chinese story about that. Essentially, though, some members are cursed so that if their bodies come under stress or if they are hugged by a member of the opposite sex, they will go and transform into their representative Zodiac animal. All right, now that we've got that out of the way, in this volume, they all decide to go to one of the mini Soma uh, vacation houses and they're all there on vacation. Well, not all, but you've got Kyo, you've got uh, Yuki, you've got Hatsuharo, you've got uh, Shigeru, you've got just a whole bunch of the main characters, and they're all getting along, having a nice time, I think we have Kisa, and her brother, and um, Momiji, they're all here um... and they're having a fun time it's funny it's uh... charming with the characters by this point in the story the art has really solidified and so it's very consistent and easy to follow sometimes you have during like emotional parts the characters are drawn large and in great detail At other points usually during comedy they're all little chibi characters cute funny very enjoyable And, like I said earlier, some important things happen. There's not a ton of story that goes on in here. But let's just say that some confessions take place of important stature and that the next volume alludes to that another character, a rival of sorts, if you will, is going to do much the same to Akito, the leader of the Soma household, who is quite um, emotional and very cruel and violent at times. So this episode... uh, Sorry, this volume of the manga really got me into the characters, into the story. I was really excited to read the last um, part of it, and it just really makes me want to jump into the next one. So I'm going to give Volume 10 of Fruits Basket a highly recommended. Okay, now what we're going to do is review two video games. One is Sigma Star Saga for the Game Boy Advance, and one's Us Tateke Uendan for the Nintendo DS. The second one, of course, uh, an import game, which essentially translates to Go Fight uh, Cheer Team. And, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little bit of the audio from each of these and let you hear a little bit about those before I get to the review. All right, now what you just heard there was, of course, Sigma Star Saga. We're going to just review it in the order I listed. And this is an interesting game because it takes... Imagine a role-playing game, an RPG... But instead of the random battles being menu-based or action strategy or what have you that's normally used, instead, shooter elements are used in this game. So whenever you encounter a random battle, you're not just going and fighting some guys with a sword or with a gun. You're actually transported out into a ship and fighting enemies over the planet that you're on. Sigma Star Saga is actually done by WayForward Technologies and published by Capcom. It's a very good game, and I hope I don't have that published by Capcom thing wrong, but if it is wrong, I will have the right publisher on the website in the video game reviews. So this game, essentially, there is a great big war going on between the Krill and the Earth, the humans and you have to play the role of a double agent to go and try and save the earth from destruction but when you become the double agent you realize that there's more going on than you were led to believe uh... the story is actually pretty good because it's not done by a japanese team it's not what you would expect from your typical japanese role-playing game as far as story goes um, throughout the game you can find numerous different uh... weapon types for your ship you have the firing type, the impact type, and the result type. So you could have one that instead of shooting one beam of energy, you could shoot uh, six beams in all direction. On impact, they explode and then they release bubbles. Or you could have it where you have uh, options, the little hovering things that fly around you. They shoot out in two streams. On impact, they go and uh, release shards flying off and they give you health points for every 30 you destroy. So there's quite a lot of room for creativity because you can pick one of each of the three types of uh shot and combine those together to give you your own unique weapon so you can go and change things according to situation or just experiment to find something cool or or unique. Now, the downside to this is that most of the weapon options are useless you're not going to want something weak or something that shoots off in odd directions So that eliminates a lot of the choices now another problem with Sigma Star Saga is that the ships that you get are randomly chosen when you're sucked up into the battle so sometimes you'll have a small fast fighter or other times you'll have a lumbering hulk now the problem is that this isn't balanced out in other words the small fast fighter takes just as much damage when it gets shot or crashes as the big lumbering hulk of a ship but the hulk ship really uh... is difficult to maneuver because of its size and very slow so you're going to be getting hit a lot more often and some stages uh... when you're above some planets and you're fighting you have very narrow corridors most of the time and so if you get stuck in a hulk ship you're just going to fail there there's no real question so in certain situations if you have a hulk ship you're just going to die there's no question about it so what the designer WayForward forward technology should have done is made it more so that the larger ships take less damage than the small ships because they're bigger and slower but the small ships take more damage than the large ships because they're able to get through tighter spaces and move faster so there's a lot of balance problems throughout the game Uh, But all in all, I found it to be an enjoyable game. Um, But one of the problems is is that even if you play the game very well, you have to play through the game twice, at least, in order to go and get the very best ending. You can't get the best ending even if you do everything right the first time through. You have to do the classic New Game Plus option in order to get the best ending. And that really was kind of disappointing. So I'm going to have to say that Sigma Star Saga, while initially a refreshing breath of air has a couple of problems and so i can't just give it a recommended in good faith so i'm going to have to give sigma star saga a neutral all right now we're going to go ahead and play a bit of audio from us tatake oendan That's a a really good stage. I really like that one. In this particular stage, well, let me back up a bit. Uh, Oendan, or cheer squad or cheer team, is about a group of, um, if you will, essentially spirit uh, team. They go and they cheer to go and get people in dire circumstances the courage to face uh, forward, take on their threat or their situation, and overcome so throughout the game, you'll have various things like maybe robot invaders come down and police officers have to have the courage to take them down. So Dan cheers them on in order for them to take down the invading robots. Or maybe perhaps in a different stage, uh, there's an office worker lady who really wants to go and uh, date the handsome executive there at the upcoming company dance. But uh, all of her mean coworkers who want to do the same go and task her with all of these chores around the office that she has to complete if she wants to go. Or, in this particular case of the audio I played, there is a young boy who confesses his love to a girl on the playground but is challenged by a bully for um, her hand and to settle a list they are going to play a game of dodgeball and that audio you heard was from that stage and that's one of my favorite stages actually or another one where the uh... announcer at a racetrack has his apartment ransacked and the horse in the race decides to go and stop the burglar it's just very wacky uh... lots of fun it has really great unique art style which is really really well done it has all sorts of great music tracks uh, in this game pretty much everything is uh, a Japanese song uh, but they are all so very good that it doesn't matter which language you have or even if you can understand the words because it's a really great game um Now, some of you may know this game as the spiritual prequel to Elite Beat Agents, which we've reviewed here on the show, and if you've ever played the game, Owindan plays very similarly. The only real difference is, is maybe you can't skip the uh, small intro between the end of the intro story for each game and the actual gameplay. But other than that, very similar to uh, Elite Beat Agents with the minor quip that there are no unlockable stages and that you can't save a replay of your performance in a stage uh... however oendan is very very great i've played through it on the easiest mode the normal mode and i'm trying to conquer the hard mode but i have to say the very last song ready steady go yes that ready steady go the ending theme from full metal alchemist no sorry opening theme last song in the game, very fun and very difficult, and like I said before, a lot of other really great J-pop sort of songs too so I'm going to give Us a top recommendation and I would have to say that if you have a Nintendo DS remember, it is region free so feel free to import this game because you can play it on your European or um, North American DS just fine well, my otaku listeners and fans of all ages, it's been really great having you on this episode of ASO Radio. That's what made 112 so special. Of course, we've got more episodes coming up in the following weeks, and just a little taste of what we're going to be doing on episode 113. We're going to be reviewing Kaleido Star, episodes 10 through 13, and then we're going to be reviewing the manga Alien 9 and Planetes. And maybe we'll just go ahead and review WarioWare Twisted for the Game Boy Advance. And uh, I have to say, I think it's going to be a good episode, but what can I say? I'm not impartial. I like almost every episode of ASO Radio. Well... Anyways, it's been swell having you around, but we've come to the end of the show, and thus we must part ways. But don't worry, you can come back again in only a few more days and get another episode of ASO Radio. Or, don't forget, we have all our past episodes, or at least most of them, available on the ASO Radio website for downloading at any time you need to get your fix. So, for episode 112 of ASO Radio, this is NZ17 signing out. Good night and good luck. ASA Radio is copyright of NC-17 Productions. ASA Radio is licensed to the general public under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike license. Additional license is available. For more information, visit us online at www.nz17.com.